everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Smoking Larry podcast. I am your host, Tenacious Nick, here with Smoking Shane, and uh, today we're going to do a little preview show for uh, next Saturday's Elimination Chamber premium live event slash pay per view. I mean, let's be honest, it's a premium live event. You just say that because you know how frustrated I get with the fact that it's now called a premium live event, not a pay per view. Yes, I did. <laughs> but that's an argument for another day on another podcast about small little gripes that every other wrestling fan has. Yes. Yes, that is for another day. Uh, maybe a Patreon exclusive episode, if you will, if we can end up, if we end up getting that far. So uh, before we get started here, make sure to uh, follow us on our Instagram, on our Twitter page, at Podcast. Make sure to follow us on our YouTube and to like and subscribe. And please, please leave us some uh, comments in the, in the Instagram or in the YouTube videos. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you dislike. We already got some, some people from outside sources giving us some recommendations that we're going to probably try to implement sooner into the podcast. So... We definitely appreciate everyone uh, if you could uh, give out some recommendations and whatnot. The more feedback, the better. Exactly. More feedback, the better. So let's start things off with what I think might actually open up the Elimination Chamber. The Men's Elimination Chamber for the United States Championship. The prestigious United States Championship. They're they're bringing some prestige back to these mid-card titles. Gunther, longest-reigning intercontinental champion of the 21st century. 250-day plus. It's it's an impressive reign, and I, I think he holds on to it for longer than he had the uh, UK title. Oh my goodness! Imagine just that murder. I think I think they have him breaking honky tonk. Well, if he holds it till Mania, he'd be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion since for the last like thirty years or some shit like that. Right. I think breaking Mister Perfect's uh, record. So yeah, I could definitely see them. He's he's definitely holding it till Mania. They're gonna they're gonna give him and Sheamus that big match. I think. Either that or maybe set up as a triple threat. I could see them doing... I, I mentioned it in the Rumble episode, but I could I could definitely see them doing a triple threat. I'd love Banger Bros and Gunther all going out and having a big, beefy boy clash of banging match in the middle <laughs> of the banging ring with the bros. For the banging Intercontinental Championship. Oh, God. <laughs> At oh. least Vince isn't around anymore, so we know those bits are actually... Now we know that all those bits are intentional. When they originally named them, they did not. How they did not realize what they were doing with that, I do not know. <laughs> but... No one, no one at Titan Tower knows how to use the internet, apparently, except for, uh, except for See, old Vinnie Mac. See, honestly, dude, I just thought it was them going after the scissor me daddy thing and trying to have their own. Yeah. Like, I legitimately, I, I legitimately thought it was intentional. Like, that, straight up, I thought they knew the joke that they were running with. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Drew and Seamus, too. Yeah, they did. They they were kind of in on it. Because <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> uh, I think uh, 
Seamus put up a poll. It's like, what kind of form of transportation should the Banger Bros take? And then there was the options were a bus, a train, a plane. And then, and then Drew McIntyre was like, maybe a taxi? <laughs> oh, those boys are beautiful. Anyways, though, like I could I, I would not be shocked if they started it with the men's. Yes, because it's going to be a fun match. Mm-hmm. Like the guys that they've got in there are going to be able to work well together. I'm looking forward to the Johnny Gargano, Seth Rollins moment. That'll be fun to watch. That's going to be real fun. So the lineup for that match on card is as follows. It is Seth Rollins versus Johnny Gargano as you mentioned, versus Bronson Reed, who was on a tear in New Japan before he showed up. He got a win over Kajuchika Okada, mind you, in the G1 Climax, um, versus Damian Priest and Montez Ford. I don't know why Priest is in there. Just, I think he's in there just so he's not... Uh, a part of the... Just to give them a reason to keep him out of it? Yeah. I guess, but you're still I, gonna... I don't think he's going to win it, no. No, and that's my problem, is he's been getting a decent push. He's looking up, and now you're just... He's not winning that. It's not happening. I'm sorry. If anyone he's... in Judgment Day is winning a belt, it's going to be Rhea, and it's going to be at Mania. Exactly. It it's not happening otherwise. It's just not. I could see them giving it to Matas. Like Austin Theory gets eliminated like early. I have three scenarios. One is basically the obvious. Theory wins, celebrates. Calls himself the champ. Like, the champ is here. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I really want... (laughs) What I really want to have happen after hearing that, based off of what happened when we were watching the Rumble, is I really want Cena to be there backstage to watch the show, but not compete just so for the entire night, I can watch you looking at me going, he's going to be here. He's going to be here. He's going to show up. He's going to show up. And at the end, just nothing. Nothing. Just the entire night, me going, maybe, but I, I don't think so. I was so like, bit. When I thought Rock was You bit there. so freaking hard on Rock showing up at Mania. It was the, or at Rumble, excuse me. It was the funniest thing. I was laughing so hard because I'm like, it's, it's not happening. I swore it was going to fucking happen. They nope. fucking. Nope. Nope. God damn it, Dwayne. God damn it, Hollywood. He was too Give busy. me my match. He was too busy getting ready to meet Adele for the first time. Oh, my goodness. Not Adele. Right? Um. So, I mean, oh. okay. So, you've got. You've got your. Like, the Bill one Dwayne. that. Right, the one that everyone thinks will you set up the mania run, yada yada yada. The the most likely, we'll say. I also so Montez Ford thing is going off of how for the last few months 
probably like last year reports started how the company really views Montez as uh, having like breakout potential, like like could be the next big thing. So you have him start the 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 chamber. You have him basically be the Iron Man of the chamber. And freaking either Theory is the last one to get pinned or Theory got eliminated earlier and it's freaking Montez and Bronson Reed and it's basically a mini David versus Goliath battle you got. There you go. I can see it. I mean, I've got Seth being the Iron Man throughout the entire thing. Okay. And then I've got Bronson Reed over him. If if it's not theory, I I have theory doing the uh, the cowards the cowards gambit. Yes. Like hiding wherever he can, getting a few low blow kicks in, like MJF circa last year. Mm Mhm. That type of shtick. And he pulls away with it because he steals someone's pin. Yeah. like you, like we'll say, not a spot that they're going to pull out. But we've got Falcons air, we got a uh, Falcons arrow to Bronson Reed from Seth Rollins, and it's the three of them left. And at the last second, Theory pulls Seth, pins Seth, takes his pin at Bronson Reed, something like that. Okay. Okay. Or I've got them putting a new monster and having both the mid-card belts being held by monsters. That would be fun, too, because I... Then you could build up tons of mid-card guys by having them just go up against these monsters and have them have good showings. Yes, 100... I agree, 100%. Because Bronson Reed, they've been booking him very well. I can... He could definitely walk out of that chamber match as champion. The only reason why I don't think the Ford thing will happen is because they've been giving both of them some decent time in the ring by themselves. And Mm -hmm. so I don't think, I think they're starting more of a, they're both going to excel in their singles careers and they're both going to kind of have the start to those like pushes in a sense. Yeah. And that's when they break it up over a jealousy factor. But I think that Ford is jealous of Dawkins, and Ford turns heel. Ooh, now that's juicy. Because the way the the way that the crowd's been reacting when they've been coming out by themselves, Dawkins is over, man. He's been he's been doing some work. He's been he's been putting in that work. He's he's improved a lot. He has. And so, and that shows in the fan base. So I could totally see that split because, Frank, I can't see Dawkins as a heel. I can see Ford as a heel so much. Oh, he's, he has that cocky little shit. Oh, yeah. Yep. Let him keep the cup, turn Bianca, and have a proper Sammy and fucking thing. You had a proper heel couple when it was uh, Adam Cole and Britt Baker. I thought you were about to say yes. Yes. I, for some reason, I heard Michael Cole for a second. I was like, wait. Oh, oh. my. Could it be? <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that wasn't in. That was a really good one. But that they didn't play that up nearly no. as much. 
No, they could. They got the net. They got the Hulu series coming out. They could definitely like stir the pot with this shit and get not only view, not only uh, ratings for the the show, like Raw and shit, but like for the Hulu show too. Exactly. So maybe that'll be a SummerSlam pan. <laughs> SummerSlam plan. Wow, that was rough. Peter Piper Piper picked a peck of pickle peppered. <laughs> how many how many pecks of peckers did Peter Piper pick? It doesn't matter how many peckers it picked. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um okay, so how long do you think the match is going to go on? Do you have like an order that you think people are going to get eliminated? I do not. Um I think I want how I want it. I want Montez and I think Seth Rollins to start, and then you get John okay. Gano in, then Bronson Reed, then Priest, and then Theory's the champ. Champions advantage comes out last. Right. Um. That's just my guess. I I think who I want eliminated first, who I see being eliminated first, is either Priest or Gargano. Yeah. I I. I don't want Gargano to be the first one eliminated because I I love him, Cleveland. I was Us about Cleveland to say. Cleveland boys got to stick together. Yeah. See, I wonder what would happen if they started to do a uh, Seth Rollins uh, spiral, have him get eliminated quick, start oh, to spiral like- out of control, and start obsessing over the guy that started it, going all downhill, Cody. And spiral it for a full year of him going whack-a-mole. Or he's going to get eliminated quickly because he's going to be distracted by something Logan Paul did with the fucking... There you go. That's that's better. That's better. I like that. I like that better. Logan Paul is going to have some bullshit involved, I I, think. I hate how good of an athlete he is. I hate it so much. I want to say he's horrible. I want to talk so much shit, and I'm just like, I, 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 I can't. You can't. We can't even. He's like one match away from no longer being considered like an outsider to the fucking wrestling business. Like, no, he could. He's learned the fucking ropes and shit. Like, the only thing he doesn't do still, and I'm very happy he doesn't do it yet, is tuck his chin. Oh God. Just oops, plex. Gonna freaking angle suplex everybody. He just gets he gets he goes to suplex city and just ragdolls. Why is everything? What's wrong with Logan? Oh my gosh! He, no, he's actually paralyzed from the neck down. He forgot to tuck. <laughs> tuck the chin. Always tuck the chin. Never yeah. forget to tuck the chin. Damn it. Match number two, we got a mixed gender tag team match between the uh, rated R couple of Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Judgment Day's Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. This is, see, I want to know if they're actually going to go intergender 
because they haven't said anything one way or another. I, from a, from a sponsorship standpoint, I don't think they're going to do intergender. To make this match really work, it should be intergender. Because Beth Phoenix needs to get her fucking hands on Finn Balor and beat the shit out of him. And Rhea needs to do the same for Edge. And those are the two, um, like, if you look at the generations of women's wrestlers, like, since China, each generation has had their one that, like, can go with the boys. It was China. Then it was Beth. Now it's Rhea. Let them go, for God's sake. It's not, like you, it's not like you can't trust them to go. It's not like they're going to blade. Let's be real. I could totally see Beth blading. That's true, but blading is banned in the WWE. It again, has been, but yes. I was going to say, again, two, diff- two things to remember. Triple H and veterans who have, like, let's go this one. If Randy said, I'm giving color, no one's going to say, no, you're not. Yeah, really. Like, let's be real here. Like, Some veterans have leeway. Yeah, exactly. Edge says this match needs color. Color's coming. When when Brock Lesnar tells you color's coming, watch the fuck out. <laughs> when Brock says color's coming, watch for the elbow. He always has his receipts. Um, who do you have winning the match? Oh, okay, this is a rough one. Because I'll say Edge and Beth by pinning Finn. Okay, so you have... Okay. If we go intergender, like, true intergender, I think that Edge and Beth are coming out on top, and I think they'll have Beth pin Finn. But if it's guys with guys and girls with girls, uh, Rhea's taking out Edge, and Finn's taking him for the pin. Okay. I have it's like dude I, right fuck cause I want I know what the end game is going to I, I, I feel like the end game is going to be Edge versus Finn in a, like a hell in a cell or some shit like that I feel like that's what the end game is I don't know if that's the end game maybe this t- mixed tag match is the end game and I'm just overthinking this but this is really fucking hard well, I see I don't know what the judgment day would do at mania what would well, they do well here's the thing we got the fallout with the bloodline hang on hang on hang on they, One, they, the, Sorry. Go ahead. The Jay and Jimmy have to defend those SmackDown belts Friday against Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Okay. If they go over, you only got one set of tag belts for Raw. Judgment Day can easily get another number one contendership spot because WWE isn't is. Is always down for a fucking rematch or two. Okay. I mean, 
That's that's one way I could see it. You get the tag belts on Judgment Day. You get the women's belt on Rhea. And then, um, yeah, I don't know what you do with Dom. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Dom's going to have his fucking match with his dad, this deadbeat piece of shit dad. Yeah. Calling the but... cops on him and sending him to jail for no reason. Yeah, so that's what. So that's what Dom's doing, and so Rhea's got her match, and so the other... I can honestly just see the other two getting involved with Ray's match, and this just being the end of it. Frankly, yeah. I'm I'm just tired of Edge and Judgment Day, man. It's It's been too damn long. Yeah. This like, one. this feud's been going on since they kicked Edge out of the Judgment Day a year ago. This Judgment Day storyline started at Mania last year. When we had the match between the original leader, which was Edge, and AJ Styles. And then Damian Priest comes out of nowhere and aligns with Edge. And then they form the Judgment Day. Yeah. And then, like, two months later, Bullet Bullet Club then kicks him out. And we've just been running it back. It's like, I was listening to a podcast and it was like, Edge disappears for a little bit, comes back, feuds with Judgment Day, disappears for a little bit, comes back, feuds with the Judgment Day. Either he's getting injured or they just... uh, They don't know what to do with this. Yeah. They know they need to wrap it, but they don't know how to wrap it. And because they're lucky because they're not having to completely wrap it because everyone's still invested because of the... uh, Rhea and Dom stuff. So because everyone's still invested in that, they're able to get away with the fact that they're running the same feud for a fucking year. You thought people hated AEW's long-term booking. Yeah, that is true. This long-term booking is kind of... However, this storyline is a little bit better than whatever the fuck's going on with the Jericho Appreciation Society. I swear Chris Jericho's either the best or the worst, man. The best or the worst. I just need I just need a little break from him, I think. That's all. That's all. Just a little break. No more Jericho Appreciation Society. Just a little break and then he could come back and be Just go on tour, bro. Just go on tour. Just go on tour. Just go on tour. Just go on tour. So Just go on tour, come back with a new theme song for us all to learn. Just just go on tour. Just go on tour. We still love you, Chris. Um, we, you're one of the greatest of all time. Just Jojo. <laughs> so match number three. We got the women's elimination chamber match. And this is for the number one contendership for Bianca, Berla, Bela, Bianca Belair's Raw Women's Championship. And we have Carmella versus Nikki Cross versus Raquel Rodriguez versus Liv Morgan versus Natalia versus Murder Clown Oscar. Natalia wins in under five minutes, pinning everyone with the sharpshooter at once. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fucking. <laughs> it makes sense because they're in Canada. Canada. <laughs> For the record, I completely forgot it was in Montreal. Nah, now you know why that main event's getting real. <laughs> the heat. 
The uh, Heat. So in actuality, though, who who do I think it's going to be? Who do I want it to be? That let's, that's unfortunately that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Let's start with who do you think it's? Who do you want it to be? Let's start with who do you want it to be? Is there really a question here, Nicholas? Is there really a question? Is it Murder Clown Oscar? Of course it's Murder Clown Oscar. <laughs> I feel like that's that's my choice too. I also feel like that is probably the the choice that they're going to do. Uh this new her new presentation is just fucking phenomenal. My biggest gripe was Raw last Monday when Chelsea Green had like And that's my that's my worry, and that's why I say my pick is actually going to be <laughs> Understood that, right, everyone? That made sense, right? Okay. First day with the new tongue, people. Raquel yeah, exactly. Rodriguez. <laughs> Thank you. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Because who else to beat big, strong woman, but bigger, stronger woman? That it would be a fun match, just to see, just from a, a from a pure strength perspective. I just, just love to see the presses. Oh my god! It'd just be bench press. It'd just be full body pressing each other freaking and then all of a sudden and then somehow jade cargill shows up and starts bench pressing both of them because i'm that bitch (laughs) cut the shit but only after shahid khan buys wwe mind you yes that has to happen first which uh surprisingly Still in the realm of possibility. I was about to say, still hasn't calmed down. That one's still up in the air. Hasn't gone away. Yeah, I... Uh, I'm shocked. I don't like that idea. Because... It's just WWE, reason, it's just WWE reason, all over again. Yeah, the whole reason the fucking product went to <laughs> shit is because they had no real fucking competition for the last... How many fucking years? 20. 22. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. 22 years. Yeah. And AEW's going on five years now, and they're they're actually the when it comes to terms of competition, they're actually somewhat the closest to WWE. Not, but if you're comparing viewership, it's obviously WWE is going to be the bigger product. But it's not like you can't just completely ignore them. You have your you have people that are you have wrestlers that have made their name in WWE jumping ship. To, to AEW. Because they like the style of performing better on that product. Yeah, they like the freeness it's, of it. It's the way that I like to think about it is it truly is now. You've got, there is now a top-tier professional wrestling promotion. And you also can have your top-tier sports entertainment. You get both. It's always nice to be a fan of both. It's kind of like... The way I like to think about it is when everyone says wrestling is so fake and you show uh, things like uh, Kenny being beaten by a seven-year-old girl or uh, Joey Ryan's dick being, like, super-powered. Like you Fuck see those Joey things. Ryan, by the way. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It just happens to be the comedic thing that popped into my head, but no. I have <laughs> no support for – no. Okay? No. That – no, no, that was not what I was implying. No, I know, no, nope, to, uh, nope. no. <laughs> I know. We're not, we're not editing that part. We are, we are making our opinions very well clear of Joey Ryan. Fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> Anywho, 
Yes, the superpowered dick spot. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Like you've you've got like the comedic aspects like that, and WWE even in their serious stuff, it still is more that it's a show. You're not watching a sport. You're watching a show, unless you're watching Gunther, in which case just hide your titties. Yeah, your chest will be hurting after watching all those. Yeah, you watch that, and all of a sudden you're just grabbing your chest, going. Ow, I just watched that and I hurt. Damn. Gunther Gunther is like one of the few people that I feel feel like doesn't realize that this art of professional wrestling is quote unquote fake. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. he has the legitimacy to it. Yeah, he does. And he has you, the it's a perfect 80s old school legitimacy to it, too. You could work so many things. You so can't work many a things. chop. Yeah. You can't work a fucking chop. A chop is as legit as it fucking gets. Yeah, when you leave a match and your entire red is crimson. When you're pale white like an Irishman and you leave the match and your chest is scarlet. Yeah. yeah that's Not for being gassed, mind you. No, no, no. I'm talking like bloody, yeah. like yeah, across like, the chest, people. Like a bloodshot fucking red, like <laughs> bruises on top of bruises. Just yeah, that's not worked. Oh my god, it's so fake. Take a chop, take a chop from Walter, and then tell me wrestling's fake. Yeah, look at his hands. Then try to take a fucking cho- knife edge chop from him. See how you feel after that. Because when when and people when they ask for chops and. The wrestlers give out chops. You get the full fucking experience, too. You ain't fucking, you ain't getting oh, held yeah. back. No, Nick can attest to this. I am crazy when I say this, but if I ever meet Walter, I'm going to ask him to chop me as hard as he can. And then I'm going to have 911 ready on speed down. We're going to, we're also going to record, um, when I when I meet him and you ask him, I'm going to make a, a statement saying that he is not responsible for your demise. And that is all 100% your own stupid ass fault for dying because you got chopped in the chest by Walter. <laughs> Absolutely. No arguments <laughs> here. I really do want to get chopped across the chest by a Nazi. As every good Jew should. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that got really uh, dark really fast. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> it's okay. He's Jewish. He's allowed to make these jokes. Anyways, um, we're still on the women's elimination chamber match. I said it was going to be Asuka. However... I can also see them trying to push Liv Morgan also. I I could too. I would really like that if they just flipped her brand and started trying to push her at Bianca. Like, frankly, final two of her and Asuka would be so fun. Oh, that's going to be great. That would be really fun. Not only that, it's like a call to the Rumble, call back to the Rumble without uh, Ripley. And Liv can go heel. Liz could be a good heel, I think. She could I think, like I think she should be a tweener, personally. I think that I'm trying to do good and like I mean well, but I'm completely psychotic type she, of tweener. She could be a tweener. She like I remember I saw something Nikki like, Cross wants, with morals. Nah, I was thinking more like uh Ruby Soho, but uh without the blood. <laughs> okay. I can see that. But I was going to say Ruby Soho without the denim. Yeah. Or without the studs. 
Yeah, without the studs. Um, there was a re- interview she did, and she wants to like bring back, uh, thumbtack spots and flaming tables to WWE. <laughs> I'm just like, she fits so well in AEW. She wants to do these hardcore shit. <laughs> I would love her to become like the actual like they they're trying to do they're trying to make like they did with Ruby and they're trying to do with Shotzi. It's like I'm the extreme one. And then there's Liv like, I'm pretty. Now watch me jump through a flaming table. <laughs> yeah, Liv can definitely be that extreme little little I w- I'd love to see her and Nikki cross an extreme rules match. That would be fun. That'd be brutal too. Exactly yeah. my point. And how often do I say I want to watch hardcore matches? He doesn't. He pussies out. I don't like color, folks. I really don't like color. I, 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 it makes me. And by color, for those that don't understand, I mean blood. blood. Like in wrestling, let him bleed. That's Nick's opinion. I'd rather watch superheroes do flippy dippy shits and make Jim Cornette cry in his sleep. That's why we are going to try to attend the probably the most flippy dippy match of the year. We're talking about Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey. And uh, I believe Speedball Mike Bailey might walk in there as GCW World Champion because he has a match with Nick Gage next Saturday, the same night as Elimination Chamber. That would be fun. That would be oh. fun. However, you don't want to see it's it's going to be Nick Gage versus Mike Bailey. That's not your thing. That's it's going to be a my friend. Death match. So what you're telling me is there's going to be a death match with someone on Springs. I can do that. I watched Will Ospreay do that for 40 minutes at Wrestle Kingdom. Very true. Very true. <laughs> just so, I I just hope that Will Ospreay and Speed and Mike Bailey gets a trampoline mat instead of a regular one. I really want them to put it on a trampoline. <laughs> Bounces like fucking through the roof. Exactly. Come down with a Falcon Arrow type of shit. 1080 splash. <laughs> All right. So, match number four, asterisk, I was question about to say, mark. Is the, okay, the one that might be at Mania and might be here and might be at both. Yes. So, earlier on Monday Night Raw, Brock Lesnar called out Bobby Lashley and... I believe F5'd him and gave him a signed contract for a match at Elimination Chamber. This Man match, bitch. It's true. Um, this match has not yet officially been announced to the card. Um, I am going under the presumption that they are going to announce it. But Bobby and Brock get into... A backstage brawl and need to be broken up. Maybe I'm not not even backstage. They're I don't know. Like Professor, may I? Yes, Shane, help me out. Okay. Yes, but no. Hurt business comes out because the hurt business has been united. I forgot they, about that. They come out and they stop the match by taking on Lashley, DQs the match, or taking on Brock, DQs the match. Brock goes full rage out, destroys everyone, destroys everything. I would say destroy the ring, but there's still going to be stuff after it, so that doesn't happen. And then you have a month of build, and then you get it at Mania. And the Mania match 
will be going to be a cage match. Yes, that's going to be a fucking cage match. What if you put it in a cell because they're taking away the pay-per-view? Oh, yeah. Hell in a cell. That'd be fucking awesome. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar in a cell. <laughs> Dana White, why couldn't you do this? Ah, 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 ah. You had to let Brock go to Bellator. <laughs> or no, I meant Bobby go to Bellator. Like, that match, all it needed was, fuck, let the MMA guys go at it. Like, come on. Hang on, then hang on. Then we're not doing it in a cell. Oh, street, uh. It has to be a fight pit match. Fight pit match. Oh, that'd be fucking cool. That'd be fucking cool. That'd be such a fuck you to Dana White. I love it. <laughs> even if, even though, even though that the WWE and UFC are kind of buddy buddy, just like how AEW is buddy buddy with the UFC. It's it like, would be like a, it would be like a yeah, yeah. We could do this shit too. Exactly. You could have booked this shit ten years earlier and got the pay per view buys out the wazoo. Exactly. That that's what I've got for that match. I've got because we're recording it before. Um, before, we're recording we, it before SmackDown. Um, so we're recording February 9th. So we've got a Smack. We got two SmackDowns and a Raw before the pay per view. So I've I, got. Yes, yes, you are correct. I had to double check my math. And so I've got Bobby signing the contract tonight or tomorrow night. Excuse me. Okay. And then promo, promo, promo on Monday, promo on Friday, and then hurt business because because MVP spends the week trying to convince Lashley. And then you can either go play off of Lashley said, okay, and he's down, or you can run off the fact that Lashley was like, I didn't need you before. I don't need you now because he had that interaction with MVP a couple weeks back. And then he could theoretically end up in a feud with the Hurt Business after Mania. Okay. That's that makes a lot of sense. I like that a lot. I it's like I was going on the idea where they were gonna do a no basically this match is gonna end up a no DQ regardless. So I I completely forgot about the hurt business. So this is I think they're gonna run with your idea. I could see them running with your idea. I could see them just fucking um, actually running the match and then fucking both of them beating the fuck out of each other to the point where it's a 10 count no contest. Yeah, they could also have it end in a no contest. I could see that too, actually. So, and then build the Mania match for either a, a, ch- a chick cage match or... A last man standing match. But Brock he, just did a last man standing match already. So I don't know. I, I hate last man standing matches so much. They're so boring to me. There's been a few good ones. The last one with Brock and Roman was really fun. I'm not arguing that they're not fun. I, you just lose interest in them after a... I there's some types of matches where I find myself halfway through this incredible match going. So what's on Instagram? Like yeah, I got you. 
And unfortunately, last man standing matches just do that to me because it's like, beat him really heavy. Now count. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I've got another 20 minutes until this is probably going to be over. So let me just. Keep scrolling. Let me Ex- check this real quick. Exactly. Whereas when you watch uh, like a ricochet match, you got, you holy shit. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. look down for two seconds and you're like, oh, you just missed a uh, 720. Yeah. So I'm honestly really, really looking forward to the uh, Strowman Ricochet tag team, though. Because I really hope. No, them as a team. I really hope that they make them a team and they run with the Braun used to hate flippy shits. Yes. And now he's tagging with a flip. I really want them to run that storyline. I think I think they started mentioning stuff like that. They have. Yeah, they they definitely have. Commentary definitely made a mention of that during the Royal Rumble, I believe. Yeah, they did, and they also made a mention of it on SmackDown the last time that they tagged together as well. Oh, cool. cool. Very cool. So now it's time for the main event. No one cares about this storyline, Nick. We can just end this here. You're right. Let's just go home. (laughs) Take it home! Um, Nah. The main event of the Elimination Chamber, hometown hero, Sammy Zayn, takes on, takes on the reigning, defending, undisputed, universal world heavyweight champion, Roman Reigns, for the WWE Universal Championship. Uh, undisputed universal championship it is for both belts it is not a oh we're gonna have give sammy one belt and then cody fight for the other one they are just straight up doing a undisputed championship match i heard that they're just gonna bring in a new belt for the the one that you mentioned kind of looking forward i would not be honestly what i see like looking forward the best option that i see ahead is let Cody merge the belts, create a new belt, having merged those two, kind of like New Japan did. Yes, unify the belts and then just make a brand new world. Just that. It's a brand new world championship. It signifies, it still has the history of the previous championships, and it will signal the new era of... And then create a new belt for the other brand. So you want so you want two separate world championships again? Yes. I feel there needs to be two separate championships because I don't feel one world champion can I don't feel one world champion can support five hours of programming a week. If there is one world if there's one person I feel that could, it's Cody. Ah no. Uh he's has the WWE fans in the palm of his hand. These the reason it didn't fucking work in AEW is because he'd go do this tweener heel shit and everyone just wanted him to fully turn heel and he refused to fucking turn heel and he would try so hard to make his babyface character work while he didn't fucking want it to work and that's why it was booed and not worked. His fucking, his formula, his style of wrestling will work perfectly, it works perfectly in WWE. He is the top babyface. He is the one that will go to 
your to uh, Hollywood studio, to Hollywood studio, news station, news station. He is the most markable face you have next to a John Cena, next to a Hulk Hogan, next to a Rock. Absolutely true. 110%. I, for me, it's just five hours of programming and one world title is not. I don't feel that one world title program is enough to support that much programming. I get what you're trying to say. He is absolutely enough to be the champ. I am not arguing with that. He can be the champ. But I'm not a fan of this Roman Reigns era because SmackDown's what you watch. What do you why what are you watching on Raw? Uh weak ass US title scene. Yeah. Uh, a women's a women's division that doesn't matter. The, right. this it's the his reign Roman's reign although dominant it has staled it has not I wouldn't say is stale. It has stalled the progress of the main event scene for both shows because you got to book around exactly someone having both belts. That and then exactly you did that with the tag division too. So it's like either you want the brand split or you don't or you don't do the brand split. If you're going to do the brand split, yeah, I I would agree with you then. Get two two separate world titles. And for me, I feel like their roster is so big, they need to have a brand split. You need to have a brand split, and then you can, frankly, have a brand split, and then have Survivor Series be brand to brand and actually go into this brand versus brand stuff. Because you have enough, you have enough superstars where you can, like, we could take the time, take the entire WWE roster, and curate a solid main event, mid card lower card tag team and women's division on both raw and smackdown leave a few guys to be tweeners that just show up occasionally bounce around your brocks your romans your cenas guys like that and then you can create like yes. you got factions you got the you can do that fully and have two separate standing brands where it's not like you got dynamite and you've got uh, rampage which is like an extension you can do mm-hmm. two completely separate things because if you if you only do one, I feel like with WWE, you're going to leave people like there's going to be people left off that can be effective. So like, yeah, go for it. And it's not even that. It's like it feels like you can't create like two separate stories. It's like with when you have two world titles, you can create like two separate storylines each storyline being vastly different from the world like yeah each world champion so it's like you can have a heel world champion on raw and the baby face on raw is trying to bite his way through the gauntlet to get the shot at the championship meanwhile on smackdown you got the dominant baby face and you got he's just trying to protect his show from the heel factions recently taking over. Exactly. Like, WWE could make... They could make Raw, frankly, <laughs> my opinion, they should make Raw the sports entertainment show and smack down the wrestling show. That's what it used to be. That's what it used to be until... 
I want to say 2008? PG era, that would make sense. Yeah, because Raw... Well, no, they switched, They would switch it off for, from around the time, but Raw was mostly your sports entertainment, and SmackDown was mostly your your uh, actual pro wrestling. Because and this was, like, from, like, 2000... This is when Paul Heyman had the book. I I, I, don't know, did, I think Paul Heyman had the book back in like 2001, 2002 or something like that. I don't. He was working with Brock still then, but it was around that time when you had the, the main, the SmackDown Four, which was right. Angle, Edge, Mysterio. Uh, I think I think Benoit's part of that. Uh huh. Redacted. Why, I was going to say, why the SmackDown 4 is no longer mentioned, everybody. If there's something that you know exists but is not no longer mentioned, just look for one name and you will find it. Benoit. Like we are losing ghost. track. It's like a ghost in the wind. What's that <laughs> name? Benoit. So, Matt, the main event is Sami Zayn. And versus Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal Championship. Paul Heyman will be ringside with Roman Reigns. Uh, I suspect Solo probably might be ringside. Uh, Jimmy and Jay probably won't be because uh, Jay has got a DUI. Or Jimmy has a DUI, so they can't get across the border. All right. It's, uh, yeah, right. It's a felony. (laughs) Jimmy can't. Jimmy can't. Jay can. Correct, but Jay just fucking insta- left. Yeah, exactly, but but Jay <laughs> wouldn't be there. Jimmy would, so therefore it all works the- out. Exactly. Um, this match is going to be very emotional. I think Montreal is going to be extremely loud, like louder. Then when Punk returned to eight, eight seconds, it's a conspiracy. Eight seconds. Sheamus part two. No way. Spear. No fucking way. We got no Kofi way. Kingston. No way they do that shit. Oh, my God. They do that shit. He starts says it's a conspiracy. They give him another shot at Mania. Roman and Sammy night one. Roman and Cody night two. See, I was going to say either that or just Sammy starts throwing shit and starts writing A, E, <laughs> W. True, true homage to Bret Hart. Exactly. We're going Montreal screw job. <laughs> we're going full Bret 2.0 here, everybody. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> he tapped. Um, but I think. This is going to be the match of the night. I think. Of course, it's going to be the match of the night. It's well. Yeah, let me don't let me not point out the obvious, but I, <laughs> I that crowd is going to be electric. It's going to be the, the tense. It's going to be very tense. Do you think KO comes out in Sammy's corner? I think so. I think. I think uh, the ref somehow gets. Gets out of the equation for a brief moment. I think uh, Solo goes in to try to inter- help interfere. Out comes KO. 
steel chair in hand, ready to fuck shit up, help Sammy out. Fucking takes care of Solo. Roman gets Spears KO. Sammy hits Romans with a Luva kick. Ref is finally awake. Nearest three count you could possibly imagine. But he does that kick out. Roman does that oh, that kick out that he always did in the very beginning of his reign where he, it, he would lift his arm like a, he's kicking out with his shoulder, but he lifts his arm from underneath. So he's basically low blowing the person covering him. Right. Sammy, he lo- basically low blows Sammy. Roman turns it into a fucking chokehold, chokes the fucking shit out of Sammy. Roman is still your uwu champion. Okay, I like it. I only the only thing that I would change is that when the ref is down, there is a moment, and I don't know how it's going to happen. I want Polly getting stunned. Oh, Paul! Yeah, this fucking Ko comes out. Paul Paul Heyman is about to try and do something. Ko hits Paul Heyman with a stunner. Yes, that that's all. That's my only caveat to that is I thought so. I have I. Ugh. I could see it more likely that KO comes out with Sammy and is in his corner. Okay. The same way that Solo. But I just so that way in a situation where there is a ref bump. Sammy, you've got backup. Yes, I I could see that 100 percent. We haven't seen KO since uh, Rumble. Exactly. Since they, they almost murdered him live on pay-per-view. Bring me a mind. I. How long do you think the match goes? 30 minutes. I think they do a 20, 30 minutes. Um, I think maybe 10 minutes post match segment tops. Um,. Do I see them actually leaning into the swerve and giving it to Sammy? Uh, I say no. However, Sammy's really fucking over right now. Yeah, but he's not the one who should dethrone Roman. Unfortunately. It's like, who are we to say he isn't the one to dethrone Roman? Because the fans are behind him 100%. And I, I get it. They, but they're just as behind as Cody. And the fans seem to be were re- really well responsive to when Cody teased the fact that it could be Sammy versus Cody at Mania for the, the championship. Agreed. I just, so for me, I've got, I have at the end of the day, I've got Jay becoming the head of the bloodline. That's how I feel the story wraps, is Jay is the head of the bloodline. Roman goes off and joins Uncle Dwayne and doing whatever. And the Anuais that are here, Jay's the head. And he does that by winning the belts. So I have, so I, if he needs to lose the Cody at Mania, yeah, that's what's going to happen. 85%, whatever it is, that that's going to happen. And if then, you're a betting man that he, Cody Rhodes is the favorite going into the WrestleMania. Exactly. Um, 
but then I have Jay beating him or beating someone else down the road to end the bloodline storyline. Because since the beginning, I've always felt as though Jay is the babyface. Jay is the center of the story. All this stuff's happening, but it's about Jay. Yeah, I think that's what kind of got lost track in all this. Like, it started with, like, it started with Roman and then Jay... Roman basically basically bullying Jay into, into falling in line. Yeah. Yeah, falling in line and acknowledging him and Jay's just been tolerating it nonstop until until recently until he finally was affected by by the outcome of Roman's actions. Ooh, I just thought about something. Shoot. What what if Jay walks out of the title match? Oh my! What? What if? What, what if, if he just, just removes himself? He just not, doesn't what, show up. Yeah. What if he just doesn't show up, and then it's just Jimmy defending the titles on SmackDown? Dude, exactly. that, that, they're getting the belt. That that's how they get the belts off them. You can get the belts off of them easy like that, and it fits the story. Yeah, Jay just doesn't show. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. I need to tune into SmackDown tomorrow to find out if that's how things go. Uh, we will try to get this uploaded uh, probably around the time SmackDown, probably a little bit after when SmackDown airs. I gotta edit this, but hopefully not edit it too much. Um, like gonna say before we wrap this podcast up, you have Roman going over. I think I think I do have on- Roman. I. I, I do have Roman going over. Um, as much as in an ulterior universe, I would love for Sammy to go over. And I feel like Sammy could go over. I just, as much as it sucks to say, I feel like there's like five different plans. And if you go, if you keep Roman, if you have Roman going over Sammy, I have to see like five different ways that you can go with the storyline. And if you go with Sammy, you're having to go and then start over. Yeah, at least that's kind of what I see because I don't face versus face at Mania. I don't see how you pull that off. No, you got. And if you do face versus face, you know I don't think I don't think Cody would get cheered over Sammy. Exactly. And Which kind of defeats the exactly where you're going, and that's the point. <laughs> yep. Like that's not why Cody came over here. He came over here to finish the story. He came over here to win the championship that his dad never won. And that's that's probably the biggest reason that Cody is in WWE and the only reason that will keep him from going back to AEW. Exactly. I see Cody going back to AEW, though, after, after all this is done. Oh, I do, too. I do, too. He got if there's the still a thing. He got the opportunity to finish this, and then he'll go back. He'll leave WWE whenever his contract, this current contract's up. He'll go wherever else, but I don't think he'll stick with WWE, depending on how well Trips runs the show mm-hmm. because we he's only been doing this what eight months now we got to see how he actually like things are starting to look the way that oh this is his wwe now but like let's see where he brings guys up from nxt let's see when the this current contracts are up because now is the beginning of the future let's see how william regal handles his role also the, the i forgot about that yeah, 
yeah, Willie Reeves is back with WWE working with uh, Trips, and he's been at every. Uh, Literally had a get out of jail free clause in his AEW contract that said if Trips comes back, I want an out if I want it. Yeah, he saw the shit going on with Punk. He's like, I can see this ship is starting to sink a little bit. I'm going to jump out now. If you guys get things settled, I'll come back. <laughs> but for now, I'm going to go where I know I'm loved and appreciated. War games! War games! Which I, I got to get WWE 2K20 so we can do war games matches. That be That game looks fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've uh, covered basically everything we need to know for the Elimination Chamber live February 18th, only on Peacock and the WWE Networks and International Markets. That's exactly how the commercial goes, guys. You say that entire thing just the way Nick did. All those (laughs) extra words and everything. Promise you, it's truth. (laughs) All right. Um, From... All of us here at Smoking Larry Podcast, we wish you a wonderful day. We uh, we hope you enjoy this uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, please like and subscribe. Please uh, leave comments for feedback. We appreciate all and any, even if it's negative, because we just like people shit talking. Um, I am your host. It is Tenacious. the truth. We do it enough. <laughs> I am I am your host, Tenacious Nick. Here with Smoking Shane out of Los Angeles, California. You guys have a great day.